Welcome to RPG Ramblings with Jeff Jones. This is a weekly show exploring the various details of the tabletop RPG hobby through discussions with interesting people. Today, Mark Finn joins me and we talk about his latest Kickstarter, Plight Society. If you want to run heist in your D&D game, this has you covered, even for you 5e players. We do an autopsy of Watsi's OGL fiasco, as well as a biopsy of our own projects. I have a Patreon that I occasionally drop in raw recordings that have some extra rambly bits of content. Grab your grappling hook, your dark clothing, and a handful of ball bearings. The caper is about to begin. Sisters and brothers, it is time to get rambling. Hello, Mark. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm. It's Friday. Right. TGIF and all that good stuff. Yeah, we're free of stress. Not a care in the world. <laughs> Absolutely nothing on our plates. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good time to be a Friday, I think. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, it's kind of interesting. We, we had the stress of, uh, of the 1.1A uh, controversy. Man. Which... Oh, that- Blew such up a, and blew out and yeah yeah uh it was such a weird it was such a weird thing to get so caught up and invested in you know i mean i'm the smallest of small potatoes in all this but i think that you know i'm not the only of the small potatoes out there and i think we were all just as concerned about it as you know the the big people cobalt and paizo and all those people were and and I think for, you know, pretty good reason, you know, uh, there was, uh, there was <laughs> yes. a lot on the table there, you know, for a little bit. And, it, and it looked like it, it really, really did feel like they were literally going to try and take apart the, the, um, ecosystem that they themselves, uh, planted and grew and, and, you know, sort of cultivated, you know, um, yeah, it was really, really nuts. But you know, we're at least we're at least on on. I won't say we're on firm ground now, but compared to the wily coyote flailing yeah. in midair that we were on, this feels good enough to sort of like take a break and a deep breath, and you know, worry about something else for a change, like you know, Zine Quest month. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what the the benefit was. You know, like I mentioned the podcast for those who are listening that, you know, I've been, I've rearranged my, I rearranged my order of production. Yeah. And what it did is it took something that I was a whole lot less, uh, the the, the sci-fi zine I'm going to be doing that was still kind of ambiguous and just forced, forced me to put, well, I put it up front, then it forced me to actually look at and restructure it and, um, and then, um, yeah. Also, because of that, Adam uh, uh, Kovac, who's doing some writing, uh, he looked at my nonsense, and uh, <laughs> you need an editor. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> this is stream of consciousness stuff. I got to take care of that. Just give it to me. I'll take care of it. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. What's going on here? Why are you adding this? <laughs> Where did this come from? I don't know. <laughs> Who can say? You know, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I kind of did the same thing, sort of. You know, um, I I was really on the fence about what I was even going to do for Zine Quest 
month and I, I, I had sort of made up my mind that I was going to take my longstanding project and, and zenify it. And then the, then literally, you know, the, the countdown to whether or not to even submit a, a thing was happening during all of this uh, back and forth online and the hashtags and the blowups and the memes <laughs> and stuff. And so what I, what I started doing in, I, I, I let the hamsters on the wheel inside my head. I, I just WD 40 it and let them go. Yeah. And so I literally started thinking, you know, what's my next, what do I do if, if this, you know, dries up? And so it really forced me to sort of codify some stuff that's been sort of rattling around in my head and, and look at it and go, okay, is this something I really want to work on? Or is this just something to play with? Eh, we'll put it over here. Oh, this on the other hand, this is something I really want to do. And maybe I need to bring this to the front if I'm not going to be able to do anything else, you know? And for a while, even what I was thinking of is, can I take everything that I've written with polite society, all of it uh, so far, which is right at about 80,000 words, uh, give or take. And can I then take all of that and slide it into a game system that is not currently under attack? And can I do an OGL uh, license for something completely different? You know, what's the minimum amount of, what's the least amount of, of conversion work I'm going to have to do to make it work? All of this stuff, man, just <laughs> playing in a loop in my head. Uh, I was not fun to live with for about two weeks. You know, I just, I just kept walking around muttering and staring into space going, well, if you write down might, are people going to know that strength? I, I mean, is that even the best word for strength? There's got to be something else that hasn't been used. Everybody can use strength. But what if you use might? And I just, you know, right. chasing my own thoughts. It was stupid. Well, we were all kind of, well, all, just a portion of our family was, we got a large family. But the portion of us were all standing around. My son, you know, asked me the question, my oldest son. And then I kind of, you know, from my wife and his his uh, his girlfriend and everybody started kind of like unpacking all the stuff within a few <laughs> minutes. And my wife looked at me. She says, no wonder you're stressed. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, 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 and as bad as it was for you and for me and for a lot of our friends and people that we know personally and hang out with and all that. I can't imagine what that would have been like. I mean, I really do have a lot of sympathy for the people in the company and for the other companies as well, who are now looking at this going, well, do we go back to selling shoes or, you know, do we oh, yeah. take two and a half years worth of stuff in the pipeline and scrap it? Or do we, do we turn it into a chaosium basic role-playing thing instead? What do we do? You know, well, well, I think what you had is there, there's different situations. First of all, you had a lot of people who had inventory. What oh, happens yeah. with that inventory? Right. Then you have people who have large projects with multiple people in production. Right. Those people are in a different, are also, I mean, that's another category of problem. Yep. And then you also just have, you know, stuff that you're starting to actually work on. But for people like, you know, Frog God and, and people, I mean, it was, it, it could have been, it, it had the potential to be business destroying. Totally. Yeah, totally. You know, um, 
I, you know, and, and it looks like some folks kind of looked at some things and said, now we're going to be okay. Everybody else was, you know, wait and see. I do think some good things came out of it. Honestly. Uh, I, 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 I don't think it's a good thing that wizards of the coast burned off all of their goodwill. Oh, <laughs> but I do nothing. But I, I, I do think <laughs> that this gives them a chance to start over and come up with better ways to get that goodwill and trust back. Right. It, so it'll I, be years. It'll be. Years. I, oh, no, yeah. 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 Totally. I, I, totally. It'll be years. It, it, honestly, it's going to be a generation. I, you know, because it's going to literally, I think, I think you're looking at another 20, 15 to 20 years, depending on how you want to cut up, you know, where the dividing line is. But everybody that's already sort of in for a penny and for a pound on this digital play space is not the people that they were going to get. That there weren't everybody that was already there was already there. There was no winning me over to that, right? Um, no, I and I think really to be, I, I think it really kind of irked them. I think P Pathfinder irked them and Cobalt Press yeah. irked them a little bit, <laughs> but I think everybody else they really didn't care. We were right, just no. collateral damage. They really, they really weren't worried about smashing all the slow people. They were kind of irritated, I think, that some people were making some good money. But I think what they were trying to do is funnel everything into the subscription service, mm -hmm. everything, all content, I think right. is really kind of what they were going for. And anything else that wasn't got their official brand would, would be excluded from the ecosystem and couldn't be published. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take them a while. But I really love that black flag came out of this well Look. no here's what's weird i is what i think is where this is where I, to me the interesting thing is going to be is black flag actually from if I, what i read or heard was true black flag was actually started months ago right i think they might have already seen that sort of coming so or maybe think, they weren't maybe it was just happenstance yeah but but think about this i'm not sure exactly what they're going to do with black flag but let's say they they create a game system that has that is very D and D like that continues to expand, and all of the content is free. Yeah. Then video game publishers, everybody else will go to that. Yeah, they're they're really um, they're they're making it a lot harder for people to want to deal with D and D. Right. And, and because, because you don't have the hassle, the problem is, and this is the only thing that has saved Dungeons and Dragons from self annihilation is that their brand as it stands is, well, it was, I don't know if it is anymore, but let's say prior to December, 2022, yeah. they were centimeters away from becoming um, I forget what the term is when your um when when the one specific uh, company or product becomes the the universal term like Kleenex, yeah. right or Xerox. They right. were this close. They were this close to having that, right? Uh, you know, uh, we have a saying in Texas: it's all Coke unless it's Dr Pepper. Uh, they were they were this close to Coke. And, and, and now maybe it's only that they're this far and, and can maybe get that back. 
but that movie would even if the movie had been mediocre all it had to be was was better than the one from the from 99 or 2000 whichever the, yeah. the awful one was it just had to be better than that and and the trailer was better than that movie so clearly all they had to do was keep their mouth shut and they could have done all of this kind of under the table you know and and i mean they'd still have to like set up like contracts and stuff like that they would have eventually come out at some point but they could have gotten a lot further down the line and they could have had the momentum of a pop culture movie out in that in that kind of arena but they didn't do it and so you know i i i i'm i'm very fond of whenever i see something like this happening to you know, like a Wall Street person who uh, was was part of the housing crisis or, you know, one of those. I always think it couldn't happen to a nicer group of jerks. Right. <laughs> and I and I don't really want to I don't want to feel that way about um, the people that work at Wizards of the Coast. But I absolutely feel that way about the suits who yeah. who we know are not. I, you know, th- this is, and this is the other thing about D and I hate the, it, it, it's obvious that you don't want a gamer running your company, but, but you can't have not a gamer running it either. <laughs> right. You need to have people on the board. And There's that's what be, somebody yeah. pointed out that they were started removing people on the board. That actually, they were just all outsiders. Yeah. They also, no, and they were areas. outsiders who thought they knew best. That was the, that's the other, that's the most damning part of it is that, is that I know this brand is 45, 50 years old, but I, I really feel like I, I can bring something new to it that you guys never thought of before. What's that? We'll change how everything is done. Oh, well, yeah, yeah that's going to go over like a level. Well, up, they so. come from software and I think there's a lot more leverage that people have and uh, they just, they did not understand the situation. I don't think we even understood like the, the, you know, really honestly, I think the real, the, re- the real power came from, not from us. It really came from all those, those live streamers that <laughs> this old people like to make fun of and rant about. They are the ones that create, that turned this around. It wasn't us. Oh no, no. I, I mean, I, I canceled my D and D beyond subscription. It was a drop in the bucket, you know? Yeah. That's five bucks a month they're not getting for me. Yeah. Okay, champ. <laughs> well, but the thing is, it's those young people, that's who they're looking at. And they're the ones that are more into the digital and more likely to buy fully into that. Not right. that and I think they are the ones, you know, it's those uh not the critical roles, but whoever the 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 one million follower type people, they're the ones that Generation Z. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so they're the like, ones that have grown up in 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 a digital space yeah i think they saved us yeah (laughs) Yeah. they saved us yeah they did uh it was uh uh thank god they uh they have a strongly very very strongly placed sense of uh of propriety uh ethics and 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 morals and scruples in place because honestly and i it sounds like i'm making fun and i really i'm really not because um uh, one of the things that, uh, one of my, you know, I, I, I try to Pollyanna, Jeff, I try to be a positive person. One of the things that I was like really grateful for was I don't think there's been a thing that I can think of in recent memory that, uh, banded geeks together 
in such a way that we all were able to take a common action. Yeah. And, and that was really, that was good to see. And it was also really good to see people talking about how, well, the board of directors doesn't have any, uh, uh, a, a loyalty or allegiance to anything except itself. Boards of directors and corporations exist to make money for the for the shareholders. That's what they do. That's their function. And so now here's all that coming back to bite us. Oh God, maybe all corporations aren't good. And I'm like, you know what? However, we got to that conversation. I am thrilled about because yeah, that's the new that's the new big bad. It's not the government. It's the corporations. And you know now we're in my tinfoil hat area here, but. Uh, well, and I I don't believe in in general that corporations are immoral. I just believe fully that they're amoral. The, that's right. That's right. They, yeah, and 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 certainly not all of them are you know the devil incarnate. And there's quite a few that do really good sustainable work. But the thing is, is that they're not obliged to, right? They're not yeah. beholden to. And so, how you know, a corporation is only as good as the people who've set it up and and the reason why they're running it and you know, all of that. And when there was a, there was some really good reporting, uh, that was confirmed by multiple sources, which I, again, was really excited about, uh, that we didn't have another one of these ethics and journalism discussions. Cause everybody was being really good about fact checking. And this comes from a source and this is a person who said this, but, but the, one of the things that they brought up was that, um, the, uh, they they had a billion dollar brand in Magic the Gathering, a billion dollar brand, and they wanted another one. <laughs> and and you know the 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 notion of 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 being a toy company that sells little plastic figures and bits of playing card and books printed in China and uh, action figures based on Marvel comics and GI Joe. That they could have, that they could have in their retinue, their stable, if you will, of IP, a billion dollar brand, and go, and they look at, it, then they look around and go, you know what we need though, we need another one, we need a second billion dollar brand. It doesn't matter that D and D was on, only worth hundred and fifty million dollars, and of course this was all happening a year, year and a half ago pre-movie. So, you know, you could have absolutely had a brand worth of half a half a billion dollars if you did just kept your mouth shut. <laughs> We're back to yeah, that. Yeah. It's it's definitely yeah. So, I think... so yeah, there's a point I, I'm and I'm one of those people for my sins that will always, you know, I don't begrudge anybody's right to make money. I don't begrudge anybody's right to no. doing something fun or clever or interesting or, or necessary or any of that. I do always ask the question, how much is enough money? Well, to me, that doesn't even really bother me. I think the problem I had is as a company, they made a promise and they actually created a legal agreement written in what everybody thought was fairly uh Understandable Iron, language. ironclad language, yeah. And I told my son, who's much too young to remember this, it goes back to the the um, the trial of Bill Clinton with the Monica, Monica Lewinsky. The idea is, what is your definition of is? Yeah. Once you get to that point, now, regardless of whether it's right or wrong for Bill Clinton to be in there, that's nothing. But the idea is, once you start playing around with 
What exactly do you mean by is, is, or do you mean is? Right. Because I'm taking it as is, not is. And once you go down that road with lawyers, you can't, we as common people can't trust them. And even nope. lawyers start saying they may be right. They may not right. be right. Right. It's possible to break that into enough uh, minutia, uh, minutia that you obfuscate the actual. Right. When you're uh, destroying truth. language in so, order yeah. to create legal uh, leverage. Yeah. That's, that's a problem. That's the point where it says, I can't, we can never, ever, ever, ever trust them. That's where I think is the evil of what they, well, I say evil. I kind of want, I don't want to necessarily say, evil, but that is their greatest sin, I think. It wasn't yeah. trying to do all this. It's just the way they went about it right. was was very much a, um, and I think the thing is, you know, as, in the past as a company, they made promises. They're the same company, different people, but they right. as a company made a promise. That's, yeah, and, and, to, and to take it back to what you were saying earlier, you know, that was the thing that everybody kept hammering them on. And I think that's the thing that Generation Z went, oh, wait a second, what, they lied? Because one of the few things that G Generation Z can't stand, it's a liar. Well, I'll tell you, that's that's a cardinal up there with them. And and so, yeah, this was all big liar, liar pants on fire. And I think well, people it was built just... lives. People built companies. They built lives. They have employees. They got people who are just, you know, doing videos and having, I mean, like a whole ecosystem like, yeah. Yeah. grew up and they want to destroy all of it yeah. for no good uh, reason. I mean, it was, it's a biome, you know? Yeah. yeah that's it, the, it, 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 it had atmosphere and. And it was right next to their city and it benefited their city. Yeah. I know. It didn't ever, it never took away from their city. I got, I got chastised a little bit for throwing shade at the, um, at, at some of the people that have written some things from, from D and D. So I won't, I won't continue to have that shade, but I will point out that. Uh, yeah, they benefited greatly from um, all the third-party stuff. Not just not just at the DMs Guild, but you know, even prior to that, when it was, you know, when people were doing basically the 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 equivalent of a software patch for the latest hardcover that came out. Yeah. Here's all the rules that make this game playable. Here's the here's a chapter zero you can put in front of the first adventure to to get players in smoothly. All here's, right. Connective tissue for all of that. Here's a hundred random encounters for how long they're going to hang out in water deep. Here's, uh, you know, and, and people would, would do these PDFs that would, you know, stack up uh, and, and, and basically be a second, almost a second book's worth of here's how to make dragon heist work. Here's right. how to turn dragon heist into a heist. Here's how to turn, you know, uh, here, here's how to make the the right. It went, it went from one is let's let's make sense of this nonsense to boy, let's take the material and make it more expandable and even more usable. And I so can it was all you, augmentation. Yeah, and I can tell you right away that more I bought more than one book with kind of in the back of my head. Well, if it isn't, I'm I'm interested enough in the subject matter that if they don't stick the landing, I'm sure there's going to be somebody on the DMs guild, that's going to have something that'll like this sing, mm. you know, and, and that's exactly what <laughs> is there, you know, uh, there's over 500 products on the DMs guild right now with the word, uh, uh, dragon heist, you know, in the title. 
you know, over 500, you know, and it ranges from pay what you want to, you know, 1995 for the complete bundle, over 200 pages of PDFs designed to make Dragon Heist not, you know, so bad anymore. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I don't want to say that, that, that I, I'm not saying that Wizards should have been grateful, but, but again, read the room. You know, well, a they, lot of they, people doing a lot of stuff for your company in good faith. No, this is what this is what they wanted to be in back in the in the original Wizards of the Coast days is they want other people to write the content, right? And they oh, were willing yeah. to just sell core books. Here, they were not only sell, not writing the content, but they were getting a thirty percent cut of the content, or, right. or was it twenty percent? I can't remember which. I I I think it's a fifty fifty split. If you're well, on... part of it goes to drive through, so it's not a hundred percent. Okay, think... well, yeah. So so they split a fifty percent divot, and you take fifty percent. But it's a yeah. Yeah. So so they're making like thirty percent. Let's say, where before even with Watsy in their early days, they were getting nothing. Here they're actually, right. and they were happy with nothing. Now they're getting thirty percent without having to actually with Do zero any... risk. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. And some of those things, some of those products that, that, you know, they've now made it possible to bind your PDF in a soft cover or bind it in a hard cover. Um, there's, uh, they've got products that have sold better than some of the things that they've released. Whoops. So, you know, I, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to kick anybody when they're down, they're going to be, they're going to be fine down the road. I just, um, yeah, it was, it, it was baffling. It was, it was the kind of baffling that makes me just like wonder, you, you know, was your head with you all day today? <laughs> well, I remember when they actually, you know, stated what they stated and then, uh, Rob Connolly, who's, who's a great at, uh, distilling the stuff he yes. posted. And I'm like, so is this over? Like, like, he's like, basically, yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't even know how to feel. <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, me either. I, I I wasn't expecting a complete capitulation, and 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 you know, and and now unfortunately, and and other people have done this as well. All you know, what what? Well, it's coming. That you know, they, they haven't given up. They've just they're just waiting. They're just biding their time until something happens. Well, what? I you know, I don't know. Uh, well, right see, now they're going to be under such scrutiny for the for the foreseeable future. Well, that that five point one or five whatever being put into the uh, or into the Creative Commons, yeah, and it allows for derivative, so you can go backwards from it, and mm -hmm. so you know it doesn't necessarily protect one hundred percent of everything, but pretty much my understanding, it, it, I'm, it, I'm it free does, to rock. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's probably more open. That it was definitely more open to the one point uh, or yeah, I, I think or it's 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 certainly as open and actually yeah, I'd I'd say with Creative Commons it's more open definitely uh, yeah, and at least that's what Mike Shea was saying on his he's got a great podcast so and they've you know the other thing that they uh, well I just saw this today I I um, Cobalt is you know doing regular updates they basically said Black Flag is going to be fifth edition derivative you know. Um, yeah, what they do, they're doing is they are pathfindering right. fifth edition, right? But the thing is, is it what could be interesting is they could they could piezo them. Oh, <laughs> they could, yeah. 
Yeah, again, it would not be the first time that D&D has, in doing something <laughs> stupid, created their own worst enemy. I, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's kind of funny to see that, like, you know, 20 years later, they did it again. Wait, what? <laughs> you know, when they do this in movies, we call it, uh, we call it uh, a reboot, and we usually hate it. <laughs> but if you but, think about it, like, let's say you go with, you know, so Paizo has a whole bunch of lore. Uh, the setting they're probably yes, a, 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 a metric ton of it yeah and, and i'm gonna say it's probably well nah, i'm not gonna make a judgment i don't i don't know i don't know about either one i was gonna say compared to forgotten realms but we'll just say uh it's actually probably at least yeah uh, comparable as far as content and quality i I, th- I think it's uh i think it's comparable in content i think it is better in quality because i think that they went ahead and made conscious choices early on that we're going to, this is going to be our thing. Yeah. And I think I, that D and D especially with fifth edition decided to publish a greatest hits version of the game so that you could play whatever you wanted to using the tool set that they made for you. But Paizo and Pathfinder always had a more coherent. Yeah. And that's my feeling too, but I I don't really haven't read a lot into it. But anyway, I think the thing is, is that if, I think I think they stand a chance for. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna ever topple D and D, but it it will be interesting to see how this expands into other IPs beyond just the print and the yeah. digital. Yeah, play. well, yeah, I I would be surprised, uh, especially since they've got all this heat. You know, it, the only way that this, the only way that they shut down, um, the kind of uh, licensing competition you're kind of alluding to is if the D&D movie is off the hook. If the D&D movie comes out and it's got the biggest gross of the weekend and and they can keep it in the top three for a month uh, or in the top five for a month and in they can get, you know, half a billion or more out of it uh, worldwide. If it, if it comes out like a, like a, like a wrecking ball, uh, then um, anybody going to do licensing with them often takes not only the biggest fish, but the path of least resistance. Right. And, and I, something tells me Hasbro would be willing to cut a deal. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like maybe they'd do anything for money right now. But um, yeah, but, but that nevertheless, you got more people now. Paizo has sold out of their books. They, they like they had an eight month supply of players' handbooks and oh more. right right it sold out I think in two weeks with it normally takes like eight or nine months to sell yeah and uh, Cobald hasn't ever put out a book per se but Cobald uh, has run incredibly successful Kickstarters that they keep pumping and their content is also built on a world where they basically said, let's build a world and this is what's in the world, right? You know, it's not, it's not a toolkit, right? These are the monsters of Midgard, you know? And so it's just a question. It's just a matter of getting the rules behind their, their intake of like, here's our version of a battle bard. Here's our version of a singing sorcerer or whatever the hell, you know, they've got going on their, uh, their lore is good. Both, <laughs> both, well, both, I, I, I can't. No, you said the singing sorcerer. You're kind of, it's like, that's kind of fun. 
but, but I kind of want to see that class now. Yeah, <laughs> but both of those companies have have really good um, immersive world environments, and yeah. the, and and the other thing that D and D is going to teach each is going to teach people this year because uh, everybody's trying new stuff is that the environment is what makes it work. The game mechanics have to be good and make sense. And it helps if they support the world environment. Uh, Call of Cthulhu is the best example of this and remains the best example of this. Their rules support everything that you're going to deal with in the, in the game. And there's no real wiggle room, you know, sanity is perfect as a mechanic. Um, but, uh, D&D is still, you know, they're not, they, they, they put out Dragonlance and nobody liked it because it changed some stuff that somebody didn't have. They put out Spelljammer that everybody's excited about it and it didn't teach you how to fight ship to ship. I mean, there was just, right. it's that kind of stuff, you know, it's that kind of like, that's, the, that's the stuff that they're, that they haven't been good at for a while. Maybe because of internal conflict, maybe because of strife. I don't know. Maybe because they're not used to doing it. I, I'm, I, I don't know how it works at that level. I have no idea. They might as well be killing calves and putting them on rocks and saying words under the, you know, under the, the, the noonday sun. Um, I, don't, I don't know how you do Spelljammer not have ship-to-ship combat. That seems like a base-level editing omission. <laughs> to me um you know yeah and, and never mind never mind the stuff that the kids get get upset about but right. you know what you're saying is at the beginning you'd say you get a bunch of fans and you'd say what are core activities that this game should be doing well we should be doing this we should be doing i never played uh spell so i don't know but we should be doing this we should be doing this we should just so you list out five things hey, these are the core activities we need to support these five key activities it's, it seems pretty obvious. And, and, and for some of the people that are working there, they grew up playing spell jammer. So I, I yeah, it's weird to me. It, it is. It's strange. Well, but I'm, I'm, it, it, I'm glad it, we're on the other side of it regardless. You know? Yeah, we are. At least for now. So. Well, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it is. So anyway, enough of that, uh, enough of that talk. We need to devote just a little bit of time for promoting our stuff. Oh yes. Yes. The Kickstarters. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're you're doing well with gary's appendix yeah the, the advantage to gary's is i i i had issue one already done also fane uh so so i had a kickstarter in august and a kickstarter in october and now a kickstarter in february and uh <laughs> hopefully have one in um, april uh the uh so but each one keeps bringing in new people to gary's appendix yep yeah that's uh that is one of the things that that they don't tell you about kickstarter is that thankfully now that you can do add-ons um there's always people that discover your work from the get-go and in doing so realize oh these other things look really cool i need to get those too yeah. yeah, well, here's what's weird is, you know, I just had Fane of the Fly God kickstarted in October. Now I have people, like, thankful, like, oh, I missed out on it. I get to do it now in February. It's like, I, I thought it was done. 
I thought it was, I thought whatever I had was done. And, and um, like, I mean, as far as like, I sold X number of copies, I might sell a handful more, but I, f- I figured that was it. But it, it actually, it may just, just have a, a life that just kind of keeps going. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I, I think that, I think that going forward, I'm going to look really hard at when I'm going to be, when I know I'm going to be running a Kickstarter that's going to have some promotional behind it, like ZineQuest. Um, I released uh, Tools of the Trade last year. Um, and it came, it, it came out just before the, the, do we even want, I don't know. I don't know what you call ZineQuest for. Was it Habsies? I don't know. It, it was really weird. I didn't, I didn't like it in August. I like it better in February, but um, my number one thing that people bought with Ogres 11 was tools of the trade because they otherwise wouldn't see it because these are people that are cluing in on zine quest or, you know, maybe just, uh, uh, I mean, I, I tend to not email my backers unless I've got something to say or whatever. And I try not to spam them very, you know, for very much for other things. So, um, I just put out that this is here and this is the thing. And even though they knew about tools of the trade, they were happy to buy it, you know, in a package with Ogres 11. So I'm going forward. I'm, I may not be relying completely on ZineQuest for stuff. Um, but I, but if I've got a smaller project, I know I can put that out and it, people are going to hear about it from my various uh, other, you know, sections, but it's not until zine quest that it'll actually do, you know, a lot because people are going to pick up on it and, and be like, Oh, I didn't know he did this. And there it is. the thing so. is, I don't know. Um, and I can look at a little bit of statistics. What I don't know is, um, how much of a bump I got because this was Zine Quest. Mm. I, I, you know, the the advantage I had. I mean, because I because this is this is the this is the first time I've actually done like a second thing in a row that was the se- like, yeah, everything was like you know, okay, I want to do scoundrels. That's a sci fi thing. I'm going to do during the Madlands. It's a post apocalyptic thing. And I'll do you know, uh, you know, then I do Gary's. That's a D and D thing. So it's like, you know, this is actually a product that is like a continuation of a previous product yeah. that actually can gain momentum. And that's what I was hoping for. And I don't know, I, I, I don't know, like for, even for yours, uh, it's been interesting because I've, I've been also <laughs> Kickstarter and kick track. I've looked at it different ways. Um, you know, your, do you look at kick track at all? I do. Yeah. I look at kick track and, um, did you look at I the dailies? Because <laughs> I haven't yet, because I've only been open for three days. But no, I don't do the projections. I look at the the daily. So you know, if you could, so what I look at is like, what's that curve going to be like? So you're, so I compare. So uh, also Levi's got the um, the um, dungeon. Um, uh, I can't, I forgot it. Malarkey, right? I had a strong start. Leave. I had a super strong start. 
Yeah. Huge drop off, a significant drop off. Mine dropped off more in heated percentage wise. And then third day is kind of a, a drop off. Yours had a slow first day start, but yours did not drop off as much on the second day. It's and, true. And the third day, yours still didn't really drop off like terribly. So, I mean, there was a significant drop off, but it wasn't near severe. So, I don't know if, like, you know, and that's what's hard is to know is like, you know, I think what happened is we had a bunch of people that were hot and heavy for like, you know, Levi has a following. And so there's people that are like, yes, Levi does. We'll buy, right. you know, yours may be, you know, what you're getting through, maybe through discovery. And then maybe that will be consistent with, you know, what you've got and what your price point is. Like, yeah, maybe, you can, so. be, maybe you can be steady for it. It's going to be hard for it. It's 28 days. It's yeah. It, I it's this is the first. There's there's a few things that I'm doing differently. So, uh, you know, with with this uh, tools of the not to the trade. Um, with this polite society zine idea, uh, I'm going back to something I did the first year I did Zine Quest, which was a which was a quarterly zine. I do you know several issues, but um, I I I've done enough, and I think I've been enough of a person that's worked on, well, I worked on one of yours and I worked on a couple of other things. So I'm hoping that enough people have like seen and, and, and looked at some of the stuff that I've done with an eye towards, okay, I know what Mark's been working on. He's been working on it in his other zines already. So this is just going to be more of the stuff that he's been doing. Um, but I, instead of doing it, see, they always said they're in their rules, run it for two weeks. Well, of course, no one paid any attention to the rules. So this is the first year that I'm running it for the month. It's going to, it's yeah, going so to talking to Zach, is that Goins, uh, world of game design who helps me run these? I, I would, I'd be more bonkers than I am now. If it wasn't for Zach. Sure. He said, the rules are, the rules are, um, they have to, the, the campaign has to be, um, it has to be somehow in February. So y- you could go from January 1st to February 2nd. Oh, I see. It just has to somehow, part of that project has to be in it. Now, originally, they, I think they were saying two weeks. Yeah, that was their original setup. Do us do a, do a eight and a half by five and a half zine with uh stapled with black and white interiors and 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 run a campaign for two weeks and let's let's have some fun with it that was yeah. <laughs> that was their original pitch yeah know? yeah and so now that is that so and i think right but i don't know how it'd be interesting to know how so the other thing is with the, with the zine quest and i hate to admit it because i'm part of it i'm paying a whole lot less attention to what other people are doing now because i I, I just don't have bandwidth to yeah. pay. I haven't searched through it, looked through it. Cause I remember the, you know, two years ago or two and a half years or three years ago, however many years ago it was, I can't remember now. It just seems like an eternity. You know, it was like pouring through them. And now I'm just like, eh, I don't, I, I, I got too much going on. I, that's part of it. And also I think part of it is, is I, I Zine quest three, I'll go ahead and tell you, I spent over, $350 on zines in Zine Quest 3. I spent a lot of money on zines. It's probably not as much as some other people did, but a, a lot of those were uh, were PDFs 
and then ended for the like cool zines, like the ones that I thought, oh, that's a neat style or a different thing, or I really like the art or whatever, I'd get a physical copy. And what I found was, is that I read them and then I put them up and I decided that I was not going to be that kind of a collector um, and that I would only be interested in picking up stuff that I thought I could use either at a table, you know, playing a game, or if I was somehow looking at something in the same genre, how'd they handle it, you know, or, oh, this is a style that I think it might be cool, you know, for research purposes or whatever. And so that has actually saved me (laughs) several hundred dollars. Uh, I still go through all the projects and I, but I, I'm a, a lot more discerning now, you know, and I tend to really appreciate the, 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 the gonzo ones, uh, because, um, that's, that's a headspace that I don't have a, a good accounting for, but I, I do still go through them. Um, maybe not in as quite as much a detail. I can skip, for example, not because I hate them, but because I just don't do them. I don't do journaling games. Um, that's not normally something I am, um, uh, a fan of. Uh, I've got a lot of them. I've looked at them and structurally they're all kind of alike for me. <clears throat> so I don't think I need another one unless some sort of really cool thing comes along, you know, something that's just like, so, Oh, that's 100% out of Mark's brain. Like if someone were to like take kiss from the seventies when they had superpowers and oh, yeah. I don't know, dinosaurs. And I mean, it would have to be something like, you know, well, I think the problem is, or man, it goes along with Dungeon Twenty Three, mm-hmm. and like I really, really wish, I wish I would be participating in Dungeon Twenty Three because that's something I'm not good at. <clears throat> but the problem is, I don't have the time. Like, yeah. why I say I don't have the time? I mean, I I'm not allocating time for that because everybody's got twenty four hours a day. I could do it. There's nothing stopping me from putting 10 minutes a day to doing it, but I, I choose not to. But I think the thing is, is that, you know, um, like for journaling, I think for people who enjoy writing and maybe don't always write and want to want to stretch that muscle or people that really already enjoy journaling, it's perfect. I, oh, I totally agree. Yes. I wouldn't even mind doing it because I, I don't do that kind of stuff. But, you know, for you... You don't need writing prompts. You don't need, you know, you really don't need that. And, and like, I remember, like, there was a fellow who was complaining about Dungeon 23 and the stress that it does. And, you know, the guy's a wonderful guy. And, and I, and I had to talk to him about it, but I'm like, dude, you know, you draw maps for a living. <laughs> yeah. You write adventures for a living. You don't need to be doing that. It's not like, you know, like it's for, for those of us who don't, but yeah, he was feeling stressed about it. And well, he chose not to because he knew he would feel stressed, but I'm thinking it's like, it's for those of us who like need that prompting and have the extra time. I, I, I thought to myself, you know what this would be? This would be a really cool way to like have like a, a zine to, to, to publish when mm-hmm. I'm done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this would be, I could just run, I could just literally publish this as a giant ass mega dungeon. And I suspect some people will do that. Um, the problem is, is that I am behind on it now because I have literally taken, you know, 
I had to, I had to fight to write stuff in January. I had to fight it because I, I'd sit down and go, oh, room 23. If it'll even be relevant next year. Well, here's some stuff in room 23. You know what I mean? I, I would just, I was hate writing it because I didn't know where we were going to be. I so, think, well, I think the problem is writing. I think to me, and this is, you know, everybody can do what they want and everybody can make it what they want. But for me, that wasn't the point. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's, it's about, it's about doing it. It's a, it's a writing prompt. It's a, it's a morning pages style exercise. If you follow the writer's way or, you know, uh, writing yeah. the bare bones or anything like that. No, I, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's fantastic, but I, I tend to, uh, I tend to always evaluate because you're right. I don't need a prompt. And if anything, I need someone to tell me not to do something. Um, but I'm always, I've always got something I'm working on writing, whatever it is. It's me getting, I I I don't need a more. I think for you with the the advantage would be is, is if you're saying, you know what, the, what I'm wanting to do is write concisely. Yes. If I were using it to do that and I can already tell you, I haven't. And you could say, you know, my goal is for this dungeon I'm going to do is each room will only have three sentences. Oh, Jeff, that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so cool. Oh, my God. I, what, what do three sentences on a page look like? Could you show me? Because I don't know that I've ever seen me write just three pair. Uh, it's, it's a lot of work to write three sentences. Oh my, it is. It's uh, honestly the being able to get all that stuff encapsulated and have it all be there. Yeah. It's, and I think, you know, it's things like that for me, it would be like the opposite where I, you know, I like, I need to learn how to describe rooms properly. Mm-hmm. And, and so for me, that would be the focus like, yeah. okay, you know, it, it wouldn't be so much about a monster encounter, but like, okay, what things are in it and how do I want to describe it in a way that actually, you know, is, is compelling. Right. And so right. that's where I would focus on. And I really wouldn't care if it, it, I really wouldn't care that it actually makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I sort of had to kind of decide for myself if I, if I was just going to do a giant mega dungeon, I, I, th- I think that's easier to do. Then if you try to like figure out a reason why you would have 12 levels to a thing. Right. You know, it's, you know, it's creative exercises. They're great. We all need them. And I love the fact that the community of bloggers and zinesters and, you know, the, the creative community for, for gaming um, is by and large getting along, participating, cross promoting, I I think it's great. I think it's probably the thing that kept me on an even keel through all of the all of the nonsense. So I I I'll I'll probably finish it. I'm not sure if I'll publish it. And and if I decide not to finish it, it's because I will eventually get to a point where I go, yeah, I don't want to publish this. You know, um, yeah. but I am enjoying it for what it is. So that's you know that's something I guess. <laughs> I got, I got to get my kicks on Route 66 when I can find them, you know? Yeah, and so, you know, I guess I wasn't wanting to get into this, but we kind of will. It is very stressful because you, you, you've you set a, because you decided to do all four zines, kind of, it's, you went, 
You based it all or nothing, basically. I, I kind of did. Yep. And I'm like, <laughs> I kind of did. And it, the part of me wants to like yell, Mark, just stop. You're, gonna, <laughs> you're, you're going off the cliff. But part of me says, Jeff, you, you're no expert. Like, who are you to tell people what to do? Who are you to say, oh, this is nigh impossible? It's like, you know, we put ourselves and paint ourselves into corners and, and that, well, that's not a good metaphor. Sometimes we put ourselves in difficult situations and that forces us to rise above. And I'm like, you know what? You know, where's the line to say, Mark, ooh, this is going to be say, you know, Mark, and, you just. <laughs> and yet I appreciate your wise counsel. I do, because it does make me, uh, you know, kind of stop and, and reevaluate. Um and uh, the other thing that I kind of came, you know, I sort of came to grips with the idea that um, if uh, let's let's pretend it doesn't find for some whatever reason, uh, I You're I don't be think, sick just saying that. <laughs> I don't think there's anything. Um, I don't think there's anything. Um, I, I'm not. I don't think I'm asking for too much money, especially because of what. No. I'm, I'm no, what you're asking for, for the product you're delivering is not too much money. That is, there right. is, there is nothing that I'm going to say that, that will, um, right. I, I do not believe that's the case. It is, it is a case of, you know, is this something that a D and D, uh, a dungeon master or a game master or players even would be interested in? And there was no way I was going to not do this product this year with the D and D movie looming as large as it is. There was just no way I was, I couldn't, I couldn't afford to do it any other time. Well, so what you're doing is you're, you're trying to fund all four issues at one time. So I not am. one book, but all four periodicals. Right. I'm, tr at one I'm trying time. to, I'm trying to, yes. And the idea is, is um, I've kept it as lean as I can do. Um, there is a small, budget in, included in each issue for a, a nice piece of cover art for um for me to uh hire one or two people to write uh fanzine slash semi-pro rated things uh, as opposed to pro uh rates for word counts uh there's and and you know, and again, it'll be, it'll be great. I, I'm, I, I don't think my layouts are ugly. I don't think they're gorgeous. I don't do mortboard, but you'll be able to read my stuff and it'll all make sense and everything will work. And then, you know, the, the stretch goals were literally for, you know, Hey, let me put a graphic designer on this and make it prettier. Let me get a better artwork from somebody else that's going to charge me five hundred dollars instead right. of two hundred and fifty dollars or whatever you know um i there's there's really not much in there uh i would that, there's not a lot of fat i can trim but i will tell you this if i don't fund i'm still gonna do the zine it probably won't look as good when you say do the zine what do you mean do the zine I can, I, like you said earlier, I don't have to, I don't have to zine during zine quest. Oh, you, you know? mean do another Kickstarter? Yeah. What you're saying? Well, no, no. If I, if, if I can't kickstart it for that amount, what I'll do is I will put, I'll, I'll have to change my publishing plans. 
because my my plan was to do one offset printed uh like a like a single edition of the of the issue you know um if i get 100 people in that want the physical copies i will do 125 copies uh and then everybody gets a copy that wants one and once those 25 copies are gone from my convention appearances that's it the pod files which i have put on drive through rpg in the past for people who like to hold a physical object, I'm not doing that this time. It's okay, only- so I guess I'm, I'm, we're going to go through the details. I'm a little confused. So you you reach um, you reach uh, the end of the Kickstarter, right? And it doesn't fund, and Kickstarter kills the project. It boom, it's gone. Yeah, it, it just fund. yeah, it just means it doesn't fund. But I'll still have all of that material. <laughs> You're right. You have the material, but then you then then the but you don't have the backers. Right. But what I will do is I will contact everybody in my old Kickstarter uh, files and I'll put a copy up and I'll do a copy. I'll do, I'll do a first issue probably out of drive through and I'll do it as a POD book uh, or a PDF or both. I, I didn't want to do that because I didn't want them hanging around. Um, I think the problem is that I will say, and I believe this firmly, I think that for sales goes, I don't think you can beat Kickstarter. And I think you'd be better off yeah. to actually just Kickstart just a one issue. Mm. You think I should go back and Kickstart just a single issue? Yes. Well, what I think you can do, I think with that, and if you set a lower amount, I think you can build momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see, you know, um, that, that is an option. And so is just putting an issue up and, and putting two or three issues up. And then when kicks and then when zine quest six rolls around, no, I'll, I know that people will then go back and get those, you know, because they missed them. You know what I mean? Um, having them on drive through RPG kind of keeps them there in perpetuity, which is awesome. So, you know, um, I'm, I'm not opposed to either one. And you could uh, also set up a Lulu store as well. And I've been then, looking at Lulu. And then uh, you could also send them to go to Lulu to, to buy things as well. I've been looking at Lulu. I have used, I've used several uh, POD printers in my time. It's been a while since I got anything from Lulu. Um, uh, but everybody that I've talked to recently has said that Lulu has done great stuff, has done really good work. They, uh, they also do, uh, full color pages. Uh, now it's not cheap, you know, they're basically in this day and age, you're going to double the price of your, of your, product in color. the cost of your product yeah if you go to color you can do a color cover it's not that it's not that big a deal but color interior doubles your price right and see one of the things that i'd always wanted to do for for polite society was black and white interiors with spot color in the book so so instead of a four color uh process it would be a two color process and you really can only do that at a physical printer these days. 
because if right, you're, you're going all color basically because they're doing inkjet. Right. And so, and yeah. And so that's the, uh, that's the rub. You know, if you wanted to do an offset press, a real offset press and, and have it look, you know, that kind of, kind of like Sin City, you know, like Frank Miller would do. With yeah. Well, and I, Trevor's been doing that with the smoking worm with the risograph right. and, um, and also the, the uh, Vasily. Uh, I love, same. yeah. I, I've been looking at risograph uh, uh, quite a bit and, 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 you know, you, those, those just have a certain look about them, which I love, but we're not, but you know, that was, that will be down the road once the zines are all out and I've got all this material and somebody says, Mark, this is great, but what you really need to do is you need to put this together in a book. And I go, Oh, what a great idea. <laughs> the thing I was going to do all along anyways, I'll just do that. So, yeah. Uh, this, this, this was literally, this was a case of, of striking while the iron is hot for me. Um, I can't wait on this any longer and I can't, um, my, I've always given this first priority in, unless I had something else to work on. And then it would be like, well, right. I gotta get this out well, the thing is really what you, the thing is you, since you, I mean, you had other stuff you've done in the past, but as far as like product goes, uh, right. you know, you do not have the, the benefit of having a previous one that was done, even though you kind of do have some of your other stuff. I think you've gotten some people from before, but I mean, yeah. so where it's going to also, it's going to rely on your marketing. My, yeah. My ability to convince you that I can do. Yes. Beating yes. the bushes and finding people in megaphone because, you know, I, I think you do have it. And I don't know how much, but I think I, I have an OSC sticker on mine and that carries a certain amount of marketing uh, draw, you know, where I, in five, e might, I just don't know how much, but I mean, I, I mean, you, you can do it. Your, your numbers have been day two and three, I believe are fairly steady. Yeah. You know, the question is, is, is going to that curve. And I think, you know, it's just, and it may be, uh, you know, whatever it may be, uh, to communicate to the buyer what they're getting and that's what they need and what they want. I was, I was, I was emboldened, I guess, by the success of Ogres 11 because of how the, it never really fell. It just kind of kept doing this. You know what I mean? And it, and it never, it, 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 so, so for, yeah, for me, for Gary's, it kept going up for me, for Fane, I went for a month and there was a week that I was losing money. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I should have sh shut her down before that. In <laughs> the end, it, it did fine, but I should have, I should have gone for four weeks. It should have gone for three. Mm -hmm. Gary's four weeks was perfect. Gary's it, it was, it was always a bonus day. Right. Fane buyer's regret. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, as far as there were people there, like you know, they they oh. backed out. I think it was because it was a higher price point. And speaking of which, I have an idea for um, if you're doing uh, Gary's Appendix Three, I have an idea for an article I want to do. Okay. Well, you know what? Hinge, about hinge I'm, always, I'm always looking for pitches. Okay. We'll and talk, uh, and we'll it, talk it may, about it when I'm not being recorded. We will do that. It may have to go into four, but that's okay. Oh, you know what? If you've got enough for three, that's fantastic. That's really well. Good. No, the three. So 
I'm going to announce this. I, it, it, I might be off a little bit on my seasons. So I'll just go tell the story. So, um, so I was like, Chema did some art. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. I like this kind of style. And I said, Chema, you know, why don't you? He goes, well, what's in it? I said, well, this, 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 this stuff's in it. And it's like, and he's like, okay. So he kind of sketched something up in, it was like a temple, a church and some different things. And he's like, what I'm looking more for is the, the, the geometry of pointing upward the strong geometry. So I was like, well, okay. He put all his work into it and he gave it to me. It's like, I love the colors. I love what it is, but boy, it has a Halloween feel to it. Oh, all right. And so I think what I'm going to do is it's going to be a, not necessarily a Halloween feel theme, but, but, yeah that that sort of angle yeah so it's going to be it could be about horror it could be about it could just be about monster or not monsters but it could be maybe about cinema whatever it may be it's i think going to be all themed around uh something around undead horror uh okay movies whatever it may be that's going to tie in to that i got two things to pitch you then okay (laughs) Uh, cool that's awesome and um yeah so we, we could talk after that but so so yes that's that's the thought for that okay very cool yeah uh and so do you have them scheduled in your you know yearly planner yet or so to see? ideally ideally all subject and, I, and of course nobody's gonna be listening to hold me to this so the plan is uh Bane of the Fly God. Okay, oh God. <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm gonna be I, I just the backer kit's all watching. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh maybe doing POD orders here uh, shortly. The um so it's gonna be uh so Gary's is in February. Yep. The um uh the scoundrels of Brixton is going to be a series. Starting in April, then I'm thinking Gary's appendix maybe in July. Okay, and then I would like to get Journey to Madlands uh, to a certain level. Okay, and then maybe either another Guns of Brixton or another Gary's appendix. And then I also got a secret project uh, I'm kind of working on. Boy, you're just—I'm telling you—you're—you're—you're you're, uh, uh, you're, you're trying to get Philip Reed to run for his money. Yeah, it's—I—I—it's—I uh, uh, it's, don't think I'll ever get there. I, no, I don't think any of us will ever get Phil. I think he's—I he, think he's the Flash. He's the fastest man alive. Uh, and and so then I'm driving home, so I'm all kind of stressed about this and that and this and that. And I'm driving to work. And if you if you ever seen the Blues Brothers? Oh yeah. And so do you remember how um I think it was it was Elwood the is Elwood the uh is Elwood's he, Dan Aykroyd. Okay. So I think El uh yeah, so Elwood was trying to get Jake into doing this thing, and Jake just was dead set against it. And he goes to the church. And he's and he sees a light. Yeah. That is what happens to me. <laughs> 
now I imagine you flipping down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, except it's it's my it's my uh, it's not physically, but it, but then once that light hits me, right, it is I am on a uh, divine quest. Yeah, buddy. I ah, uh, been there, done that, man. <laughs> so I've got two things that are really burning, really hot, and a new one just came up. So that's one another cool. project for twenty twenty four. And it's and the nice thing about it, it doesn't involve me doing any writing. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you, since you're sharing, this is not on my uh this is this is on my back burner. But um one of the things that I have been dealing with for all this time with polite society was one of the things you have to do to play D D is you have to basically move some sliders around so that D and D is not quite as D and D, you know, uh, <laughs> well, I, I, what I love was the, 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 the face <sighs> and the vocal affectation. <laughs> I just mean that, you know, there's big magic right, right, right. and, and right, sh- there's certain sh- knobs and dials that need to be adjusted down yeah. to be able to effectively like, like if you want to make it more horror, sword and sorcery, right. you know, you make it sword and sorcery, hardcore mode, whatever, you know, and, and it occurs to me that, that even for game systems, which I think really grab a lot of sword and sorcery to begin with, uh, like dungeon crawl classics, uh, and index card RPG. I don't think there's, a real sword and sorcery game out there with the possible exception, I would say um, astonishing swordsman and sorcerers of Hyperborea. Hyperborea is, is very sword and sorcery and as, and I love it, but it's not sword and sorcery like what I want to do with like town adventures, city adventures. So I am in the back of my head, thinking about what a game system would look like if it used that D20 5e mechanic, or if it used something else that was easy to play, but sort of like tailor-made for rogues and and those kinds of characters. Mm -hmm. Um, They tried it back in the 80s, Gamesman Limited, put out a game called thieves guild and unfortunately it wasn't a complete game and all of their thieves guild supplements had little extra rules in it they never quite got a whole thing together i kind of want to do that i kind of want to do what they were unable to do well that is a that is a that is a (laughs) that's another secret project I'm, i'm working on uh, codename Project Broadsword. <laughs> <laughs> we should talk. <laughs> we should talk. Yeah. So there are, we are in the, when I say we, it's not just Jeff. So yeah. we are in a very preliminary stages. We are sketching things out on napkins. Right. Um, so there is a direction that, that it's possible that we will be going. If you think my Robert E. Howard expertise would be of any use to you, feel free to loop me in. Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely the case. So I think 
So, uh, but I, but I understand the sketching on napkins phase can. That's that's almost as ethereal as writing an elevator pitch. It's nearly, it's the it's the drawing version of that. So I get it. But yeah, but yeah. so it is a culmination of two people being too busy. Somebody making an offhanded comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, me taking it serious, and um, mm-hmm. them then taking it serious, and um, so we will. Uh, I will. We'll talk afterwards. Okay. So. Cool. Very cool. So yeah, that's it's it's but this is not this is not 2024 stuff we're talking, you know, further out. Oh no, no, it would be yeah, it's 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 down the down the road a piece because yeah. I anticipate I I know I just did a little um uh I went back and and worked through my index and sort of assigned like this article here and this article here and I want to put these here and these here and came up with just kind of very rough cut, like six issues of polite society. And then I looked at the rest of the stuff that I hadn't sort of slotted into the first six issues and said, I can do at least eight of these, you know, and I might need to do more than eight. So my intention is one way or another, getting this stuff out as as quickly as I can and with the intention of getting as much of this in place so that, you know, you can look at it and decide, Oh, there's enough here to make a book. I want to do a book. You should do a book. Why can't I get pages with these? How come you haven't done new character sheets with all this extra info on it or, you know, whatever that is. I want that to be sort of the next phase. So, um, you know, I'm hoping that the, the if the first four are fund, uh, man, that's going to be fantastic. I would love it. It would be awesome, and uh, I will absolutely do the do the next round of funding in ZineQuest for number six. But even if that doesn't happen, I'm going to put these out because um, at, at there, I'm, I'm at a point now where. I, I need this out of my head, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've been, I've been sitting with it for too long. Well, pain of the fly guy was that for me. I just right. had to get it out. It just, wherever it is, it's out. If it's. Yeah. 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 So, um, and, and, and I'm t- some of the stuff that I have written down that I want to work on is fine. I've got some neat, fun, cool, weird things. The problem is, is I need to be a company. If anybody would like to stop working uh, for Matthew Coville or Wolfgang Bauer and would like to come work for me uh, at, at uh, Human Gorilla Creations, uh, you can get in touch with me, care of this podcast, and I will, <laughs> I'll hook you up, folks. Yeah, I, I can't guarantee you sweet bennies, but we're going to have a ball, all right? I'm talking Elvis clones and sword and sorcery. It, it's going to get weird up in here. So, all righty. There you go. Well, I don't think we can top Elvis clones. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, what's, what's funny is uh, I, I, record, I never record the intro before an interview. And then the, the actually the, <laughs> the intro is nothing what we talked about. <laughs> Do you need to re-record the intro now? Yeah, th- that's fine. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're, we were going to go uh, uh, further on another topic, but I think I'm hitting the, uh, I'm hitting my own personal uh, Time space continuum and uh, 
and uh you know we'll, we'll you follow know, up with that topic i i i am always your you up podcast guest okay <laughs> you, you don't ever have just hey can you be on tonight you bet it yeah in fact literally not a problem oh i'm your guy so if it comes up again or you want to do something else you know where to find me man yeah i'm, I feel I'm like always up for a chat well that was that kid's book are you my mommy <laughs> we be my podcast Will you be on my podcast? Will you be on my podcast? It's Friday night. Who doesn't Who doesn't have plans on a Friday night? Would you be on my podcast? There's nothing good on Netflix. Come on, let's do this. The kids so, are downstairs watching the new M Night Shyamalan movie. I'll, I'll be fine. You know, yeah, exactly. All right. All right well, uh, thanks again, Mark, and, uh, and always a pleasure, buddy. All right. Good to see you, man. Take care. make this a clean recording but i don't think i can so go ahead we're gonna we're gonna get you in rant mode okay, okay. so this is me in rant me, mode if i'm really me, excited let, about stuff let me, let me pump you up <laughs> okay well, we're gonna do this I, I need to do this right all right <laughs> so i think what i want to know is uh how do you feel about facebook uh banning you for talking about <laughs> sacrificing a, a calf on an altar that is that is definitely a topic. Um, this is and this is the thing. It makes me nuts because Facebook, honestly, you know, if there was some way that you could redress it, that would be fine. But th this whole notion that what they're literally doing—it's a scripted word search. You know what I'm saying? It's not even it's not even a real person. And then they only deal with like the the complaints like i think you got this wrong and then they go and look at it and they go no no he said the word throat punch clearly this is a violent man and it doesn't matter that i speak in hyperbole that i'm actually a, a black belt in um in stanley uh hyperbolic conversation it doesn't none of that none of that matters you know as far as facebook is concerned if if you have if you have mentioned that you want to throw punch the ether you know uh for 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 not uh understanding uh how anything uh operates online anymore that they're like yeah clearly he's he's intending a violence we're just gonna have to silence that voice uh, for, for good, you know, and, and, and never mind that, you know, I see hyperbolic examples of other things all the time. I'm somehow on their radar. I'm one of the bad kids, uh, you know, for talking about, you've gotten know. banned more than I've ever known any other person it's... of of all my five friends on Facebook <laughs> get banned more than any other person I've ever known. It's ever. goofy. It's good. And this last time was he was not even in a I, this last time. I almost thought, you know what I should do? I should literally 
accused Facebook of of denying me my religion when I said that if I, you know, if none of the other marketing tactics worked, that I was going to go kill a calf and put it on the sacred rock and and utter the sacred words, you know, in the in the dark of the moon or whatever I said. It was something like that. It was literally, and it was obvious that if you were reading that, you're either like, oh wow. So he's an old school Mennonite from, you know, BC, or maybe he's kidding because it's just as much of a random crapshoot as it would be to kill an animal and <laughs> offer up a prayer to here's, the sun here's, god. Here's what I offer to you for this. Give it. Uh, I, well, what I want you to do is I, this is a this is a two-legged approach. Okay. For a, for, for a four-legged problem. The uh, the first is if you're going to do that, uh some sort of like you know quote some sort of religious text <laughs> but then but then the next time like as per you know per isaac and you know da, 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 and just do it then what i would say is then you start putting quoting religious text give a reference but actually rewrite the religious text to actually be other things. oh to to add the, yeah that's that's the way to do it. Yes, and Take thou something. shalt go unto the Ammonites, and thou shalt punchest thy enemies in the throat. And yes, take something shalt... from Judges, you know, because uh, Judges has all kinds of clubbins in it, you know. <laughs> get, get, it's just something, you know, uh, like pre-Samson, pre you know, post-Giants uh, in the Earth. And, uh, and, and yeah, uh, change throat punch to, uh, or change uh, smite to throat punch and change the uh the fornicators to um uh whoever it is that's upping the subscription rate at you know hulu or whatever i'm on whatever i'm on about that's genius jeff i'm going to absolutely do that next but i would and recommend then, that you do this under a pseudonym that everybody knows <laughs> just to see if i can get away with it yeah like a gorilla conan or something like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good that's good i uh I hadn't I hadn't thought about uh, just inventing a uh, scripture just to see if I can uh, uh, get it past the bot. I'll bet I can. Yeah, as long as damn, I you'll damn your soul to eternal hell. But you know what? <laughs> At least you'll have a good time. Magnus Robot Fighter. You know you can't break a robot AI without you know breaking a robot AI or something. There's something about eggs in there somewhere. You can't eat eggs without breaking a robot AI. It doesn't matter. The point is. And and I think that uh, this is really the case. They've got me locked down. They're looking for the word throat and punch. And if I, as long as I can keep them separate in a, you know, uh, in 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 the pair in the paragraph and not put them together, I may be able to squeak by. Okay, so. wait a minute. I got one for you. Uh, what was the name of the lizard style pets in John Carter of Mars? Oh, the Woolas. No, yeah. I thought there was something called a throat. Maybe that was a steeds. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, the. Um, it's been so long since I've been to Barsoom. Uh, yes. So to use the word throat and the word punch is in it is a. <laughs> it's a drink. I, there you go. I'll. Uh, I, I will. I will invoke my Barsoomian book of law. Uh, <laughs> chapter four, the chessmen of Mars. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. And see, and no one gets offended then because, you know, there is no, you know, no. yeah, everybody you're going, to, you're going to give the bars, the Barsoomian, Barsoomian, a, a 
drink of throat punch. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yes. Gosh, Tars Tarkas would be uh, rolling in his grave if he existed. <laughs> Too funny. All right, well, we better get going. Yes. Because uh, I'm going to fade. I know it's going to okay. happen. So I'm going to do one, two, three. Okay. And then I'll Let me say, answer back? Yeah. Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. Don't do that. I'm going to say one, two, three. I'm going to pause. Gap in the tape. You know, the 18 minutes. Uh, right. Nixon. Missing, missing footage, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. And then, then I'll say, hello, Mark. All right. And then you can say, hello, Jeff. Got it. Okay. And I think what we'll do is we'll just spend a, a few minutes just talking about our, our Kickstarter. And then, okay. And I, I think, uh, by that, you know, I, I probably just need to start talking about some other things, even though it's like foremost in my mind. And besides, it'd be therapeutic. Sure. Okay. Ready? <clears throat> this is the hardest part. Getting the plane to off the, off the runway is the hardest part. Okay. One, two, three.